What about the questions and the information you should be providing to the attorney? Walk us through what a prepared consultation would look like on our end. Hey, hey, welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. My name is Rob Roseman. On this show, we talk about everything divorce, whether you're thinking about divorce, going through it, or figuring out life after. Divorce, co-parenting, dating, we cover it all and break it into short clips so it's easy for you to find and learn from. If you want more help, head on over to WTFDivorce.com. Thanks for listening. On to today's show. Real quick, let's talk about today's sponsor. The WTF Divorce Podcast is sponsored by Our Family Wizard. If you're a co-parent, you know how frustrating it can be constantly going back and forth with your ex about the kids, schedule, and expenses. Our Family Wizard helps keep everything organized in one app, making co-parenting communication less stressful. More about how Our Family Wizard can help in a few minutes, but now on to today's show. All right, so we talked about red flags of an attorney. We What about the questions and the information you should be providing to the attorney? Walk us through what a prepared consultation would look like on our end. Yeah, so I've developed this divorce consultation checklist, and you can find this on our Divorce Amicably, Amicably blog, which has content for people going through divorce, or the Amicable Divorce Network blog, which is for our professionals, but you can also find great content there as well. And so this has two different parts to it. So the first part is when you are going to a divorce consult, this is information you need to convey to the divorce professional. These are the important points that you should make sure that you tick off. And then the second part are questions that you should ask the attorney. So one part is information that you should be giving and the second part is information you should be getting. And it looks like they're kind of related. So if I'm mm -hmm. saying, what do you believe a fair resolution to the case will be? Uh, you wanna know what are, if those expectations are realistic, like you're kind of setting them up and seeing how they answer. Exactly, because people are not um, knowledgeable about the court system. They don't know what the laws are or how things work. A lot of times somebody has talked to their neighbor whose sister got divorced in another state and that's their basis of information or they've gone on Google and you don't know where, what state or country that information is being pulled from to answer those questions. And things like alimony, asset division, child support vary greatly by state. So if you're looking at your neighbor's sister's divorce in another state as a guidepost for what's going to happen in your case, you're probably going to be really disappointed because it's not going to be accurate. So it's really important to convey to the divorce professional, these are the things that are really important to me. And I always tell people, give me your top three. Um, if you walk away from this process, what are the most important topics to you? And I've had a wide range of things. Obviously, people will say a certain custodial arrangement with children is really important to them. They need X amount of money in their budget. Um, but I've had people who are really passionate about receiving a particular um, item, a piece of jewelry, um, a certain stock that, you know, they're really dedicated to. You know, people are very different. And so... Um, your divorce professional is not going to know what's important to you if you don't tell them. And so when you lay that out and say, you know, these are the things that are most important to me, they should also be saying, oh, well, you know, that's very realistic. You know, we can absolutely get those things or saying, gosh, that's going to be a bit of an uphill battle. Um, because if they're just continuing to yes you to say, oh, yes, we can get that. We can get that. 
probably not realistic because nobody gets everything that they want in a divorce. You know, you're taking one whole marriage and making two out of it. And so everybody's going to lose a little bit of something. That's just the nature of the divorce process. And so you want to make sure that you're focusing your process on what's most important to you and that you have conveyed those items to your legal team so that they know and they can help you get those items. This is super handy, the kind of thing that you should print out, review, almost practice before your consultation because... I guess some consultations are free, some you're paying for, but it's your time and you want to get your, your money's worth out of mm -hmm. this, you know, 30 minutes with this, with the attorney. Yeah, absolutely. So I would be a little wary of free consults. Um, many firms offer what they call a free consult, but it is actually not with an attorney. And so they actually put you with an intake specialist. And so you call that firm, basically fill out an informational form, what date were you married, but they don't actually render legal advice. And the reason that they do that is so that they get you in the door. You've built a relationship with this firm, you've conveyed information to them. And so you might think, oh gosh, I now need to go with them because I've established this relationship. I got this free consult which actually wasn't a consult at all because you met with a secretary, for example. Um, and it was only on the phone, something like that. And so often these firms would not consider that to be a legal conflict, meaning if your spouse then calls and wants to retain them, they would say, well, we never rendered the other spouse legal advice, so we're going to go ahead and represent the husband in this scenario. And so you really need to be careful about that. Uh, most attorneys do charge for consults because we are rendering legal advice. We are giving our time for that. And it also means that we could never, ever represent anyone against you. And we also couldn't have any other role in the case. So, for example, if somebody consults with me and then they hire somebody else, I can't be their mediator. I can't be their arbitrator. I can't be their guardian ad litem. And neither can anybody else in my law firm ever. And so it really is a serious legal relationship. And so if attorneys are charging for that legal advice and for that time and for the establishment of that relationship, that's entirely appropriate. Um, so I would actually err on the side of being a little wary of the free consults. And I find that it also really varies by town and jurisdiction, what's normal for the area. Well, it's interesting when you talk about paid consults and that you should get two or three of them. I know mm -hmm. money is a big concern with people when it comes to divorce. I'm not exactly sure what a consult might cost, but you still think it's a good investment ahead of time to have a few of these, even if you are going out of pocket with somebody that you're not going to end up hiring? Absolutely, because I think you need to see the different approaches to your case and the different um, ideas that that person might have. It's a very important relationship. You're going to be um, leaning on this person for their advice and their experience and their guidance. And so it's important to make sure you have a good relationship with that person. Do you find them trustworthy? Are they knowledgeable about the issues that you have in your case? Do you really identify with them? Do you feel comfortable to speak with them about your issues? And so sometimes it takes a couple of dates to find a good one. And so it's a good use of your money. Um, most attorneys charge maybe a little bit less for a consult or will meet for a short period of time, like 30 minutes. Um, to be able to establish, you know, that relationship so you can get a good feel of how they work. And compared to the overall case and how important it is, having a couple consults is perfect, perfectly fine and something that people should invest in. 
Yeah, divorce, I'm sure most people think divorce is so expensive. That's what we all think about. And we mm -hmm. think about that end number, but it seems like spending, investing a little more in the beginning might save you thousands of dollars, but it's hard to see that when you're in that yeah. fog of divorce in the beginning. It is. A lot of people have misconceptions about divorce and the cost. And with the Amicable Divorce Network, we actually vet every single member. It's not just attorneys, it's mediators, it's realtors, it's financial professionals, it's mental health professionals. It's anybody who helps people before, during, and after divorce. And what we vet for is experience in family law, having a resolution focus. You're not looking at creating a war, creating conflict. You're looking at how can we get this case resolved, no matter how complicated it is. And the last thing that we vet for is fair billing practices. Um, so there are certain law firms out there that we would never accept um, any of their members into our organization based on their um, billing practices, which sometimes they're very open about. You know, there's a lot of people don't realize this, but there's an actual chart out there um, that attorneys um, get from this coaching program that basically um, is... You, the attorney's goal is to get a third of the net worth of the parties. Um, there's an, a similar one that would say, you know, if they have $100,000 in assets, then the attorney should be billing $20,000 um, at a minimum. And if they have kids, it should, you know, they should be able to bill another amount. And if the attorney doesn't do that, they get in trouble with their employer. They haven't met their quotas. They haven't met their billable hours. They Met their goals. And, and anybody who's a member of the public, frankly, just doesn't know that. But that's something that behind the scenes, as family law professionals, we all know that. We all know who those offenders are and we know how to spot them. And so with the network, we vet all of our professionals. So if somebody comes and hires one, they know that they've been vetted for being experienced, resolution focused, and engaging in fair billing practices. Because Unless you just want to set money on fire, those three criteria should be important to you in your divorce. Yeah, I love that. You're offering peace of mind. You're doing the vetting ahead of time because even with my divorce, it was a Google search. Ironically, I ended up with somebody in the Amicable Divorce <laughs> Not Network. I'm really lucky. <laughs> I really did. I didn't even know about it. But yeah, I love that idea of like, here's a filter where you know mm -hmm. anybody in this umbrella, you know, you're going to be cool with. Your professionals are vetted by their colleagues. So whenever we get an application for a new member, we send that name out to everybody. Do you have experience with this person? Do you know them? And, you know, of course, we're attorneys. We're going to be pretty, um, you know, like have a pretty high standard there and um, aren't shy saying if we have bad things to say. So we're really trying to collect all the good eggs and put them in one basket. The WTF Divorce Podcast is sponsored by Our Family Wizard. If you're a co-parent, you know how frustrating it can be constantly going back and forth with your ex about the kids, schedules, and expenses. Our Family Wizard helps keep everything organized in one app, making co-parenting communication less stressful. Here's Maddie to explain how Our Family Wizard changed her co-parenting life. Before Our Family Wizard, my co-parent and I were constantly arguing. 
We disagreed on the cost of our kids' activities. We would fight over whose turn it was to pick up our daughter from school. We had absolutely no boundaries. Our family wizard has not only improved communication between us, but it has also saved my sanity. We use the shared calendars, expense tracking, and secure messaging on a daily basis. The ability to coordinate and share important information, plus manage expenses, has stopped the confusion and the fighting. This allowed us to put all our focus back on just enjoying the quality time we have with our kids. Join more than 1 million parents and family law professionals who trust Our Family Wizard. Go to www.ourfamilywizard.com WTF and get free co-parenting tips and insights from family law and mental health experts. That's www.ourfamilywizard.com WTF to get started today.